0: Run Disney at Disneyland is finally back, and we're going to talk about the pros, the cons, what's changed, and maybe we'll help you decide if this race is for you or maybe not.
1: To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things. Run Disney at Disneyland we really we th- do love it.
0: <laughs> we really do. We really do. And you're going to find out. <laughs> we are three Disney fangirls who are two today. Um, and we probably know more about Run Disney Disneyland than most grown women should. And we are
1: very, very perfectly okay with that. <laughs> 100% A-okay with Anything that has to do with Disneyland in general, but definitely when Correct. it comes to Run Disney. Um, for those of you that are new here, I am Patty Holiday. No guilt Disney, no guilt fangirl, no guilt life, no guilt travel. All things that uh, you can find me on socials at No Guilt Life. Uh, Jane. Uh,
0: my name is Jane, and you can find me on Instagram at Real Mousewife
1: WDW. Yes. And both of us have been running, run Disney for a very long time. I think Jane, since what, 2010, 2009, something like that. 2008. Eight. Okay. And I know I've been running since 2011, but my first Disneyland run Disney event was in 2012 because I did, um, I think this was even before coast to coast was a thing, but I Mm -mm. did princess and Tinkerbell that year.
0: So my first Disneyland was 2011, and I did it for the Coast to Coast. So I know that they definitely did Coast to Coast in
1: 2011. I was going off pictures, and I just now visualized when I what I ran for that year at Princess. And I do have a picture of me holding all three medals. So yes, it was Coast to Coast. So there was Coast to Coast. Okay. So um, we did do uh, Coast to Coast. Sorry, I was just looking for an email um, that somebody had sent me about some additional um, concerns uh, that I just wanted to share some of these things that might help this conversation that we're about to have. So I apologize for, um, for not being prepared. <laughs> Who, who's not surprised?
0: We're, um, we're never
1: prepared. No, never, but we try really, really hard. <laughs> okay. Um, so the first race weekend from the last race weekend that we had at Disneyland was in 2017. They ended the races, and at the time they told us it was because of construction, which um, I think at that point there was supposed to be like a whole new big um, hotel. Uh, Remember where the ESPN building is slash was in downtown Disney? Like that was going to be demolished, and they were going to give us a whole new hotel at that time. And essentially, the conversation that I had with a run Disney person at the end of the last race that year, um, he said. It's because of construction. Think of all the cool things that we're about to give you. This was uh, pre-Galaxy's Edge.
0: That Um, was to say
1: Galaxy's Edge was the other thing that they said they couldn't do. And Toontown was getting like a whole big makeover, which Mm -hmm. now we ended up getting um, the Toontown makeover included, uh, Mickey Minnie's, Runaway Railway, you know, that sort of thing, plus Galaxy's Edge, plus this big hotel that was coming to be. And they said basically all of these places that we have you run through – are going to be impacted and we don't feel that we can give you the same experience. And so we're going to put this on hiatus until all the construction is done. Um, and then we'll come back. And as the years went by, we all began to wonder if we were actually going to get these races back. And I will admit, I was not sure we were going to get these races back. And then they made the announcement and we got the races back and, um, we've been happy and thrilled Excited ever since. So, this is the recap from the first race weekend back after this very long period of not having races over there, uh, and you know, essentially, we're just going to talk about what I think went right. What I think um, we know. I think we can also be honest that, like, a lot of how we felt about these races are definitely nostalgic. Like, it was, you know, it was Disney was going to have to do some. Really, really crappy things for us not to walk away, at least satisfied, because we are the people that were saying, We're just so happy to be here. We are just so happy that this Correct. opportunity. Our bar is so low. Our bar is so low. very low. So keep that in mind as we discuss this. Is um that's how much these races meant to us, that we were just. We were just thrilled to be there (laughs) um, on on some level, right? Um, That being said, I did the 5K and the 10K. Uh, Jane did the 5K, the 10K, and the half marathon. I also did yoga. I did do yoga, so I can give you a little FYI information on yoga. Um, So we did have the full race weekend experience. I stayed at the Disneyland Hotel, so I stayed on property. Jane stayed off property. So we also can like explain how those two setups worked and what we liked and didn't like about them because there were definitely, I think, um, I think that I could still say, I could give you reasons to stay on property, even though my current reasons are not the same as they were when we first registered for this race because we thought it was going to look a little bit different. Uh, But I still can give you reasons why you may be interested in staying on property. Definitely give you reasons why you might want to stay off property, 100%. So um, we'll talk about some of those things as well. Um, First, I'm just going to mention yoga for anybody who is curious about the yoga experience at Disneyland. If you have done yoga at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, as with all things physical at Disneyland, this was a smaller experience. So this is a heads up for anybody who is looking to register for yoga at uh, the Halloween half marathon. I expect that to sell out very quickly again, because when I walked down Main Street and saw the amount of um, yoga mats laid out, it was just a lot fewer, a lot less than we have seen at the Walt Disney World yoga experiences, in my opinion. Disneyland listening to this might be going, no girl, it was exactly the same. It felt a lot like it just felt smaller. It just did not feel like there was nearly as many um mats out. So just as a heads up to that, if you are looking at um registering for one of the Disneyland yoga experiences, you may wanna, if it's really important to you, you might want to like move that up your list of, you know, which order you 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 get you you get your bibs because um it, it did sell out very quickly this for this particular situation. And then when I saw it uh visually, I could tell you why. It was just a a smaller, a smaller group. Um, but I thought the the yoga itself was lovely. Um the uh teacher that they had talking to us um had a she has a great accent and it was very like yoga like like zenny, like it was very California, like I was all into this. I was like, oh, this feels so good. Um, The things though that I absolutely notice um, that is a big difference for Disney world versus Disneyland is that hub area of Disneyland has a lot more trees. So the tree and and trees and a smaller castle. There's just a smaller castle y'all. She's so cute. She's just a little tiny thing. Um, So the trees and the smaller castle meant you didn't have that same like I don't know, awe-inspiring experience, I think, that you get from doing yoga on Main Street at uh, Walt Disney World for Princess. Um, So if you were going to choose one or the other, this is one of those cases where I will say, Walt Disney World does yoga better. <laughs> I just felt it was a more impressive, more uh, like visually, plus also just everything about it. A little bit I'll give the nod to Disney World if you have to make a choice. Also, I think it's probably easier to get into the yogas at Disney World than it is at Disneyland just because I think size matters. I just think it's smaller. Um, But that's my only complaint. They actually had like a little um, photo set up with um, and, and this one yoga was themed Goofy. So Goofy was our yoga whatever. Um, So they actually had like a little theme thing. Goofy came out and had a little thing at the beginning of the yoga experience, which was cute because he didn't bring his mat. And then they had to go and get a mat. And anyway, it was adorable. Uh, So we did get to see characters. We did have um, um, a a photo opportunity at the end with PhotoPass. Um, So that was all... It was nice. It was something different than they do at Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World, too, um, so far, they have not had a photo opportunity like that, and they did not have a photo pass. But Walt Disney World did offer at um, Springtime Surprise, like, they had tons of characters at the end of Springtime Surprise Yoga, where you could go take selfies with or have somebody take a picture with you. You, They were up on a stage that you could stand right in front of them and take those pictures. They didn't have any of that. No characters were available for us to take pictures um, at this yoga experience. But yoga at Disneyland, it's a thing. It's an option if you've ever wanted to do it. I wouldn't say not to. I would just say cost-wise and experience-wise, I do think I preferred Walt Disney World more for this. Um, Okay, moving on to Expo logistics and situation. And once again, as a reminder, I am a club run Disney member. So I was able to get into the expo. Um, They actually only gave us like 30 minutes early.
0: No, and I was just going to say, I am not. So I can tell you for everybody who is not club-run Disney,
1: because yes. there are more of us than there are of you. <laughs> correct. Correct. Um, so I did get that experience where I got to get in there early. I was able to um, do my shopping ahead of time. Um, Jane is also like really, really, really good with uh, virtual queues.
0: Since yes. you guys have a
1: very low number. So you guys were not far behind us, to be honest.
0: We did. Um We So the way that Virtual Queue worked for Disneyland, and I am a little bit familiar with Florida and how they've done it for Run Disney, but because of the way that the app is set up, like in Florida, you are connected to people. So you would say, Mm -hmm. okay, who's going? Jane is going. Patty's going. Megan's going. And you would select those people as part of your Virtual Queue. Um, at Disneyland, you didn't. You just put in the total number of people that are going in your group. So it enabled us as a group that I was with for everybody to try to get the virtual queue and go with the the lowest number. Um, and we wound up with group seven. So I, I think between all of us, like one had gotten seven, one had gotten 11, and one had gotten, oh, actually, um, one had gotten group 95. Mm -hmm. Um, all at the same time. And so we absolutely roasted, uh, the person that got group 95 because why are you not better at this? (laughs) Um, but as it turned out, it was really helpful because, because of the way run Disney is and because of the way that run Disney Disneyland is, there were a lot of people that were coming that we have known for years and years and years. And some people didn't understand virtual queues, or I didn't think I was going to be able to make it. And now I'm able to make it. And that enabled us to say, Yes, I have one. Oh, you're here. I have one for group 93. Come on. I had friends that flew in that morning that weren't able to get into the virtual queue because they weren't within the 90 minute radius or something. Mm-hmm. But by the time that they had arrived on property, it was actually time for group 93. And we were like, screenshot, here you go, come on in. And that's exactly how we got them into the expo. So, um, you know, I'm not usually a big fan of saying everybody should try for virtual queues because you take spots from other people. Um, But sometimes it is really helpful. And I think
1: that this was one of those cases where
0: it was incredibly helpful.
1: So, Um, as always, like, build your tribe right like have friends have uh, you always run disney is a community and i think what uh, at least the secret to our success whenever we get into these races is a lot of like texting the each network. other and, yeah. and the network that we've built of, of friends who have great connections and are able to get into the run disney queues you know sooner than others like i know that's really frustrating but that's what I can tell you is, um, reach out, try to find a team, find some buddies, like, you know, work through that process because it does, it really does help you get into these races and then into these expo situations. Um, so this expo was held at the Disneyland hotel. I stayed at the Disneyland hotel. So for me, I actually went to the expo every single day of the expo, which I never do. At Walt Disney World, I go once. I never go back. I don't care who wants me to go back. I don't care who wants me to meet them over there. It's not happening. Like, it's it's a hassle to get there. But because I was right there in the hotel, I was happy to just, like, pop downstairs and uh, meet people or to exchange things or to take more pictures or to do whatever it was that I wanted to do, Right. So um, I will tell you that if you are trying to determine um, on property versus off property, one thing that fact may factor in for you is by staying on property, in particular, the Disneyland Hotel, um, if you're an expo person, if you like to go back and forth, if um, you like to do a lot of shopping or exchanging or whatever it is, um, or you just you like that convenience. Um, I will say that made a big difference, uh, for me. I absolutely know that if I stayed where Jane stayed, I would have gone the one time and never gone back. Like it just wouldn't have happened. Um, so again, if you're an expo person that could factor into your decision-making on spending a little bit more, ne- more money or having that experience of staying at the Disneyland. Hotel or the Grand California or the Paradise Pier. Um, I had a friend who stayed at the Paradise Pier, and she gave me some feedback on that. Um, thanks, uh, Mary Beth, for for sharing um, for sharing all of this with us. Um, one thing that she did note is that she felt that um, staying on property was not as important because of where the race start ended up being, which when. Past races, the previous iteration of Run Disney Disneyland, you um, started and ended by these hotels, by the on-property hotels. So that was also one reason why I was like, why wouldn't I stay there? I'm going to stay there because it'll be close to the start, to the finish, to the expo, to everything. That has changed. It appears the new start line is elsewhere. Which meant those of us that did stay at the Disneyland hotel or any of the three Disney properties had a walk to get to the start and then a walk back after the races. And we'll talk about the walk back because I think that one was more problematic than we thought we thought it would be, or we thought through it didn't quite think through it. So I'm going to throw out the complaints that I've heard about that when we get there. Um, but um, as far as like the expo is concerned. Staying on property is your is your best bet because it's easy for you to get your stuff, take it back to your hotel. You don't have to go all the way out and back in again um, if you're coming to the parks later. Um, so that's just one thing to note is like I had somebody who requested you know quotes to book and they were like, "I want to be close to the hotel, I close to the expo, and I want to be close to the start and finish." Yeah, you know, like, it's one or the other. You got to pick one or the other. You got to <laughs> pick this time. With this race you got to pick. Um so yeah. yeah, that's that's the situation. The excellent news about Disneyland and this is I think Jane will agree is like you're within a 20-minute walk to all of this. 20 minutes max.
0: Yeah, and and um so to just, you know, kind of give everybody else the other experience, I stayed at the DoubleTree which is um on Harbor Drive and it is um, over in the convention center, a little bit past the Hilton and the Marriott, which is what most people know at the convention center. Um, so we were a little bit further out than I would normally say, but the location for us was great. Now, we also had a car. Um, so on the first day that we arrived, we went to the parks and... Half of our group said they were going to walk from the hotel to the parks. Mm -hmm. And then the other half, myself, because I'm lazy, um, and my other friend said we were going to take the art bus, which is the local bus, um, and it stopped right across the street. And that's exactly what we did. And we beat them with us leaving the room five minutes after them, waiting for the bus. By the time we got on the bus and got to Disneyland, we still beat them in the park from walking. Um, now they seemed, they were like, the walk was great. Um, they wanted to stretch their legs because we had flown in that morning. And, and listen, I respect everybody's right to do whatever, including mine to sit down. And, um, so the walk really wasn't so bad. However, going to the expo, I think would have been more, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously we were going directly to the parks and then there's probably another half a mile from the parks, mm-hmm. walking to the Disneyland hotel, So, we did wind up driving the car over. And if I'm not mistaken, this is where it gets a little iffy. So, um, we had a cast member with us and they get free parking. So, we actually wound up not paying for parking. We didn't know that um, until we got to the gate. So, we were willing to pay for parking. But, and I, I believe on expo days, as long as you showed your expo pass, the parking was like $10 for you to park your car. That's correct. Um, And it parked you in the Pixar Pals parking structure, which had signs and it was very close to the expo. So if you stay off property and you have a car, I would definitely say just take that over because if you Uber or Lyft, it's going to cost you $10 or $12 anyway to get from your hotel, possibly to the expo. So, um, so yeah, so those are those options
1: and- and that's just something really important to point out: is um, at Disney World, going to the Expo, you don't have to pay for parking at all; it's free parking. Uh-huh. Yeah. At Disneyland, they're going to charge you. Okay. Yeah. And, and these are these are this is getting into the very big differences between Disney World and Disneyland. Part of it is, and people probably don't realize this. Um, part of this is just uh, both both theme parks are are run by essentially different organizations it's not Mm -hmm. one organization that happens to run both they're they're kind of they're separated and so things that are done at disneyland will not be done at disney world things that are done at disney world will not be done at disneyland if you're a disney world person and you're coming to disneyland it can be so frustrating and stressful trust me i i i don't i don't disagree with you um the first time i went to disneyland as an adult it was after like multiple disney world trips And I literally spent the entire time complaining about how they don't do this at Walt Disney World. They don't do this at Walt Disney World. I got over that because I recognize the things that they do do right and that Disneyland does do better. What outweighs it for me. And so I got over some of my issues. But just as a heads up, if that is where you're coming from, it is completely, totally normal for you not to show up at Disneyland and fall immediately in love especially if you're going to play the comparison game, which is, I would tell you, try not to do that. Try to just think of them as two separate experiences that just happen to both have the name Disney in it. Um, like, for example, you wouldn't expect Disneyland Paris to be run the same way as Disney World, would you? No. It's kind of the same thing with Disneyland. Like, it's yeah. it's just run a little bit differently, okay, for various reasons, but that is what it is. And I felt like, um, as it turned out, the Ren Disney experience fell along that same line of it's similar, but not the same. And we'll talk about that more in just a minute. So the expo uh, layout also changed from 2017. So if you are an old time run Disney Disneyland person, who's looking at running your first race back, things do look a little bit different um, the way they have it set up. And I actually like this better. I thought the setup um, worked. Uh, it was easy to follow, easy to understand. My only um, my only minor complaint was that there was only one exit out of the expo. Mm-hmm. So yes. once you once you got into like get your t shirts or you went to the expo part or whatever, you couldn't like come right back out the same door you came in. You had to walk all the way down and go and exit out through just this one exit door. Um, I'm sure it made sense to somebody, but every single time it made me roll my eyes and go, "Ah," and I'd have to walk down and walk out. Um, But uh, anyway, that was it. Um, The shirts were on an upper level, where in the past we used to have the shirts on a lower level. Yes and no. I thought... (laughs) I thought in the past at Disneyland, we had to go down to get our bib. And I thought we also got our shirts down there too. It was. So we used to go
0: down and get our bibs and shirts. and the basement. So now we don't do the basement. Right. But we have the upper and the lower. So technically of what we have though, the shirts were on the lower. That's
1: why I was like, well, no,
0: they're still on the lower level. It's just (laughs) the
1: lower level has moved. Yes. Yes. It's not the basement level anymore. So it's similar to how Disney World, friend, of you run Disney, Disney World people, you go and get your bib first and then you go to another location to get your shirts. Same kind of feel, same kind of vibes, same kind of setup. Um, I thought all of that spacing wise, like I never felt crowded. And again, I went like three different times, four different times maybe, um, to the expo with various people um, at different times of the day, different experiences. And I never stood in a line at Disneyland, except for my entrance into the merchandise that I stood in a line for. But after that, I don't think I was ever in any lines at the Disneyland races at the expo.
0: Yeah, I will say um, I can't compare the lines to Florida because I won't go when the expo's open here in Florida. Um, Yeah. But... We were there prior to the official open, knowing that our virtual queue group was low enough, so we were probably going to be in in the first couple of minutes anyway. And um, when we had gone, I believe the expo opened at 10, we had gotten there probably around 20 to 10, and a line had already formed outside. Now, I will say these cast members, they were on it. They had us, they were like, if you are in groups one through 10, get in this line. If you are in anything greater than 10, get in this line. And then they started chunking us out into further Mm -hmm. and further groups so that as soon as they opened and they were like, groups one through five we were already in order for groups one through five you know and so yes. for us we were in group seven we were in a spot they were like great six you move up and then they were like seven you move up and so it was super super organized um there was a gentleman that was walking the line and he was like hey let me help you like the purpose of the virtual queue is so that you're not standing in line and he's 100 percent right right that's why we have the virtual queue but also for those of us who use virtual cues, we kind of know the timing of it. And so there is going to be some, all right, well, I'm not going to go do something because you're going to call my number in three minutes. So I'm going to stand here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that the the line itself was managed pretty, pretty efficiently. And that to me was impressive. But again, I have nothing to compare it to, because I won't do that here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I also had an excellent Line experience um, for the Club Run Disney situation. Um, It kind of got messy and it was kind of confusing because the way it works for Club Run Disney is you show up, they check your ID to make sure that you are on their list and then they give you a wristband and then they tell you to stand in a line. Um, This line was kind of funky. I don't know exactly how they were trying to set it up, but it wasn't a typical snake line. It was more like this was one line and then instead of snaking it back around and back up, they were starting the next line from the start, you know, from the front and going back. So, but at some point there was a snake situation happening and that wasn't supposed to be happening. Anyway, we had this fantastic, um, cast member come over and he, you know, big guy made this big announcement and like just straightened us all out and got us like all lined up and just like took charge and took care of everything. And I was like, he knows what he's doing. He needs a. Re- the cool thing was is that um, I was already going to do a cast compliment for him because I love throwing those down in my app now. But um, I ran into him in the hallway talking to his boss, and I walked up and I was like, "Excuse me, are you his boss?" Can't remember his cast the cast member's name anymore, but I was like, "Are you blah blah blah's boss?" And he was like, "I am." Why? And the guy was looking at me like what I do. (laughs) I was like, right, this is the day I get fired. (laughs) Exactly. And I was like, I just want to tell you, I was like, I will put this like, you know, in writing for you. But also I want to tell you just, he's, he's been fabulous this whole morning. And you know, I got to like kind of brag on him. And um, the boss was like, tell me more, like, what exactly did he do? And so I was actually able to like give him actual examples of what I was impressed by, and what he did. And I'm telling you what, like it made that cast member smile so big. And he was, I could tell like that meant a lot to him. So I'm just throwing this out there. If you ever run into a situation where you have the opportunity to like throw a kindness for a cast member, like absolutely do it. Um, Even if it is the cast member compliments, which I know may sound like no big deal, but my understanding is it is a big deal on the back end. Like they match them up and they get patted on the back, you know? And so it's a thing. So you can do that through your app. But in this case, I was actually able to tell his boss like, person to person. So that was exciting for me to, um, to let them know how happy I was about the lines, which is bizarro, but yeah, the lines were good. The lines were handled well for, for getting into this merch. Um, okay. So the expo was at Disneyland hotel. If you were staying at Disneyland hotel, Disney California adventure or paradise pier getting back and forth to, um, the expo was a walk. Like I think it's five minutes from California maybe five minutes from Paradise Pier coming through the parking lot area. Um, It's really a super easy uh, walk to get back and forth um, for your expo. Um, For the races, it's also a super easy walk if they continue to keep the 5K starting in Disneyland Park, like our experience was. Because, go ahead. No, I was just going to say,
0: before we move on to the 5K, I do want to um, talk a little bit about the Expo.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and the difference between the Florida Expo versus the California Expo. Okay. Um, for starters, there oh, are sigh. no characters in... The Expo. So there are – at Disneyland, they do a lot of backdrops. So there's a lot of backdrops Mm -hmm. to take photos. There actually were way more than I even got a chance to take photos with. I was very upset about that because my outfit was adorable. And I wanted to go back and take pictures, but we had, like, so much going on. And then there was, like, a 17-hour lunch. And then we had to go home and get off our feet because running, which was getting in my way. But anyway, (laughs) Um, lots and lots of backdrops and places to take photos. And the lines – pretty manageable again like you know a little weight but nothing so so crazy um but the size of the expo in general is also very small so in the one ballroom which it might actually be like two ballrooms that connect or something Mm -hmm. you have your uh run disney merchandise section so that's you know This kind of merch that says whatever Disneyland weekend and then in that same room is all your vendors um there's only a handful of vendors it's not you know that's true it's not 100 vendors it's 20 vendors yeah and the spaces are smaller I'm of course I'm you know ballparking numbers here It is also in the same room that you get your shirts. Mm -hmm. So when you think about going to Disney World and the size of the room that we enter in the Jostin Center, which is where you get your shirts, and then we have that whole section for vendors, that is about the size of the whole room that would include Run Disney merch and shirts and vendors And there is an enormous section in the middle that is a photo opportunity. So that's kind of like when you think about it, it's like that's kind of how we're sizing it down. So that's um, a
1: really – yeah no, no, that's an important thing to point out um, is that I know also some people were disappointed in the vendors. Like there was like a hair curling station or something and they were like, I wanted running stuff, not like – that so yes it was there was the the expo from from the runner's standpoint i did hear some um, concerns some complaints about that um i will say also the biggest thing was the characters not being available uh right. at this race uh this race weekend there were definitely in in disneyland 2017 and beyond and, and before before times we didn't have characters then either did we So I don't know if that's a um, logistics in the sense of like, there's just no room for character lines because even those backdrop lines didn't have a lot of availability for a big, long line. Correct. So you've got to remember that Disney World, they have a lot more land and a lot more um, building space to play with than what you get at Walt Disney or at Disneyland. Disneyland just is a smaller, compressed area so that might be why there was no characters it could also absolutely be like funding like they just weren't willing to pay for the characters because um but i think that's something that would be a very good like feedback a high, we would like characters to be available if at all possible now personally i'd rather had them i'd rather see them on the race course or see them after the races which yes. we'll get to that as well um if we have to make choices but um it is nice though um it would be nice if we had um if we had characters there for for folks that that like them like we do <laughs> um
0: I, you know my my thing is and what I do understand is because it's in a hotel and because it's right on top of the parks mm-hmm. you know it's and we've seen this in Florida now that we've added characters cuz Again, we've been running this long enough that we didn't even used to get characters at the expo in Florida. Like that, that wasn't true. a thing. This is a very new thing. And more and more people are finding out about that and coming just to take those photos that may or may not be a part of the race weekend. That's or they true. are. But now the whole family's coming versus we, we talk about this in another video versus just the runner going or a couple people going. And so with the lack of space, I think that could cause... Some bottlenecking, maybe some safety issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand, but I think they did a really good job with providing multiple backdrops and places for you to take photos and be excited about the race weekend that's coming back. So
1: they did, and I liked all of those. I think I, I think I did take all of them, and I enjoyed. Uh- <laughs> Well, that Still was, mad. That was what one of the things about me being there is I was able to cruise in and out and there was no line. Yeah. Or if there was a line, I backed out of it and I said, I don't want to do it. And then later there would be no line. So I was able to pop in and get it done. So that was one of the perks about being in the location that I was in um, that I did make a lot of expo trips that I wouldn't have made if I'd been on the other side. I just know I wouldn't have done it. Absolutely right. Enough.
0: No. And I totally get it cuz like we didn't we didn't go back. I mean, we had other things that we were doing, mm-hmm. which was part of why we didn't. Um, but my my thing was by the time we got in and did the full shopping experience, which I normally don't do, right? So now I I'm in there doing a full shopping experience, buying literally everything that they can slap a Disneyland logo on. And then picking up my bibs, taking a couple photos, Picking up my shirts. Then it was lunchtime. I mean, mm-hmm. we had one snafu and whatever, we had to deal with that. And then we had lunchtime. And by the first of all, there was no real place to get lunch with the exception of Tangaroa Terrace, which is right next to Trader Sam's.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was packed, it was very busy, very busy. So we had to leave to go to downtown Disney to get something to eat and then at that point we were already out of the expo and so it was like you're on to the next thing and so for us it was let's go in because we wanted to do a couple things in the park before we went home to like rest and get ready for not walking.
1: Yeah, so visualize this if you will. Um over here is where the expo is and where the Disneyland Hotel is. In the middle is Downtown Disney. And then the theme park entrances. And then on the other side, there is um, and there's security here and there's security here. And then when mm-hmm. you exit security on this end, you're on harbor, which is this big long street that has tons of hotels for you to stay mm-hmm. on. Um, so just so you you can kind of visualize when you are coming from Jane's direction, if you were to walk, you walk down Harbor, you walk through security. Then you walk all the way past the park entrances, all the way through downtown Disney to get to the expo. And then reverse that when you when you leave with all of your stuff, okay, all of your goodies. So we didn't. You tried because we it was a different situation. But most most people don't bring cars to Disneyland. Most people don't. So this is for the walkers out there. Um, so that's just like the visual of how this looks when you're trying to decide if you're going to stay like on the harbor side or if you're going to stay at more of the the on, on property, on site hotels are just going to place you a lot closer. Um, so your walk back and forth to the expo is less. Okay. So and.
0: And I think the other thing to note is when you go to the expo and you purchase your merchandise, if you are staying at Grand California for sure, you have to go through security to get there. Actually, you technically could avoid it by going around, um, but guaranteed with the Harbor Hotels, if you are walking back with your purchases, you have to go through security. And that was massive which is because something
1: I don't think anybody was like thinking no, it through. Nobody thought about this. Nobody thought they had about to this. Unwrap every
0: mug, go through every bag, dig yes. through every new purse, every whatever, and that security line. I mean, we was like long. I said, we walked through. It was like one o'clock heading back to Disney uh, Downtown Disney, and it was
1: ridiculous. It was long because I I met you guys for lunch. And had to mm-hmm. go through that line to get to where you were at lunch. And I was like, this line's huge. What is going on? And then it was like, oh, it's expo people. It was yes. all the people that had bought all their stuff. And they'd been shopping all day at the expo. And then they were trying to leave to get back to their their hotel. So this is something with Disneyland that you've got to keep in mind. It's all a very walkable experience. You can mm-hmm. walk. Again, maybe you're a mile between expo and and if you're running, run Disney, you know, you can, if you're a Disney person, you know, you can handle an extra mile on your legs. It's no big deal. Like we do it all the time. It's about a mile like between, you know, one or the other. Um, but this, you got to go through the security. And, and when you have all those bags, that's a problem. Oh, not yeah. a problem. It's a high, be aware of that's what's going to happen to you. You will have to plan for time or experience that. Um To get away to get away with that. If you don't want to do that, you can pick up an Uber outside of the Disneyland Hotel and they'll pop you right around over to your hotel for eight to ten bucks. And that's an option for you if you just don't want to just don't wanna deal with the walk and or the security lines.
0: Yeah, and I would just say if you're staying in, I was going to say Paradise Pier, but it's Pixar Pier Hotel Mm -hmm. now, and if you're staying at Pixar Pier or you're staying at the Grand California, I would not go through the Downtown Disney security, and instead I would make the right at that little road there, and it takes you through the back of the Pixar Pier Hotel, and then I would cross the street to get to the Grand California and go in that way. Um, just to avoid it. Cause it really was, I mean, it probably was like a solid 10 minute wait, At which least. like in life doesn't sound like a lot, but like truthfully, we all think, you know, Disney security takes forever and it usually doesn't, right? Like it'll be like a three minute wait, but we think it's 12 years in Disney time and it's not, but like, this was
1: actually like a legitimate wait. It was a legitimate wait. And, and as a Disney worlders who are going to Disneyland, uh- <laughs> The it is not like our security. <laughs> the big difference is we don't have those awesome and amazing. You just walk through with all your stuff. Security mm-hmm. at Disneyland. At Disneyland, it's still a human being opening up every single zipper, unwrapping every little thing, looking everywhere, asking you to do this and that. If you get behind that family that has like the triple decker stroller and it's all full with bags and backpacks and whatever. You're going to be. Yeah, they're a while. going through every single thing. They're going, they're going, through, going through it all. Every single thing. They're absolutely going through it all. So that's a big, big, big heads up. So while we're addressing this from the expo point of view, um, also remember that's like first thing in the morning too. When you're coming through any of the securities, that is what happens at Disneyland versus uh, Walt Disney World, which plays in to our discussion about post race walking back to your hotels in. A minute, we will get there. Um, But first, let's take a really quick break. All right. So that's the expo experience. I think, Jane, we're good. We're going to move on to 5K now. Okay, we are. So the main thing you need to know about this 5K, and I've run 5Ks at Disneyland. I didn't run them all, but I ran quite a few of them. This was the first time I have started in a park. It's not the first time they've ever done it, but it's the first time I had that experience. Um, I think they had done that a couple of times for the Tinkerbell 5K back when the Tinkerbell race was a thing. Um, So this was new. Wasn't quite sure what to expect or what it was going to look like. Didn't know if there would actually be corrals or if it was going to be just like, ah, first come, first serve, everybody like line up, whatever the deal was. Um, What did you think about this experience of starting in the park? I hated it. Okay. (laughs) I thought I was gonna love it way more than I did. I didn't hate it. I didn't I didn't hate it. But I like hate is a strong word, but like I thought I was I thought I was going I I thought I would have a different feeling about it as well. I thought it was gonna be magical and amazing to be standing there on Main Street, like in the hub when all this happened. But again, I come back to the makeup of the Disneyland hub, depending on where you were standing you are going to get blocked by these trees that are there, which I laugh because um, old school Disney worlders will know that there used to be trees in the hub at Disney world. And people cried and gnashed their teeth and got so upset over those trees going away because it was so beautiful and blah, 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 which I have some gorgeous pictures of the trees at Disneyland, like popping off in the spring where like the colors come out and it is stunning so I'm not like anti-tree at Disneyland, but I now can actually see why people complain about the trees um, because they were in the way. Like, I couldn't see the castle. I couldn't see the stage where they were, um, uh, you know, talking about people. Or they had the characters come out and... Like they sent us off and whatever. I couldn't see any of that from where I was standing. Um, And we were like fairly close up. It's not even like we were way, way in the back. Um, But I felt like the same way where I was uh, for yoga. I couldn't see like the main stage because of these trees. I'm not anti-tree. The trees can stay. They're lovely. I'm just telling you, like, I think that impacted my experience. Um, Plus, we just have a smaller castle here. So again, you don't get that whole big, huge background. I agree. I I didn't love it as much as I thought I was going to love it. I don't I won't say I hated it, but I didn't love it. I did love having the bathroom like 10 steps away from me, a real bathroom. It always comes back to bathrooms. You know I have problems. <laughs> always comes back to bathrooms. So the fact that I was able to to go over and use the plaza bathroom before the race started, I did love that 5k. Um, so I appreciate you for that. Uh so yeah. I- I would have loved –
0: they needed – and I understand that they're Disneyland and so they do things differently and they're not quite as big and large and all that good stuff, but, like, they needed a screen.
1: Yeah, they did. No, (laughs) I They just
0: needed a tall screen off to the side somewhere, some additional speaker, like, something. Because I also heard that people that were in – like, the corrals basically went around the hub. So Mm -hmm. you started – um in the section between tomorrow it, it was like tomorrowland yes. and the Matterhorn is kind of where the start line was. And so the corrals went around the hub, but also down Main Street. Yes. And so I heard that if you were in one of the corrals that was further down Main Street, like you couldn't hear anything and you had no idea what was going on. And right. that's where I was like, okay, there has to be a better way because also, like to your point, we were further up we also had no idea what was going on. Mm -mm. And I think like there was a point where Carissa was asking us all if we were happy that the races were back. (laughs) We were excited and no one answered her like four or five times. And it was both, I'm sure frustrating and embarrassing for Carissa, (laughs) but it was
1: also because literally no one had any idea what was going on. Yeah. We, we couldn't hear, we couldn't follow along. It was, it was, it was kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very local 5k vibe is kind of what I was getting. (laughs) We had a balloon arch, you know, at the beginning, which was very cute and pretty. Um, but yeah, like not a typical, like run Disney 5k that we are all used to. And that we used to like, again, I ran 5k's at Disneyland before that started out on the street and we ran into the parks, just like the starts of all the other races. And so this was a different vibe. Now, the one thing I will say that we did get that we did not use to get, because we were inside the park, they gave us fireworks. But again, they gave us fireworks, like, down Main Street first, and then they popped off behind the castle. So, like, I didn't know where to look because I, I was missed excited. them. And I missed them, yeah. But we did get fireworks. Um, usually out in Anaheim, they don't do fireworks. Yeah, 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 the little cute little balloon arch.
0: Like, this, is, this was the start line. It was a balloon arch. It's this precious. is a balloon arch. It's precious. With a little sign. With like, little no, sign. it's
1: adorable. And, you know, like, it's a it's a great balloon it's just arch. Different. It's just different. Okay? So, like, again, your expectations are going to be different. Are they mm. going to do the 5K for Halloween half starting in the parks again? We don't know yet. We don't know. Don't they, know. They, these races are still so new. We have zero concept on if they're going to keep the exact same um, uh, courses or if they're going to change things up. We can tell you that in the past – there were different 5k routes. There were different 10k routes. There were different half marathon routes. And each race weekend, you got a different one. They didn't reuse the same ones every single time. So that could happen again. However, 2017, a lot of um, handover, changeover, a lot of things have changed. They may just say, nope, these are our routes. These are our races. This is what we're sticking with. And every, you know, these two race weekends are going to be run the exact same way. We don't know yet. We will have to TBD and decide what that situation is going to be. And of course, we plan on going to Halloween half marathon weekend because of course we are. I mean. Halloween 365. It's kind of our idea. <laughs> we we like to take credit for that. Um, we did. Anyway, so the 5K starts uh, here on Main Street. I think what I didn't like about it was um, there was no opportunity. Opening. Yeah, to spread out. <laughs> it was, we were all just kind of like squished in. And it was exciting and whatever, but you really had to be careful because there were so many people so close uh, you know, from the Correct. start. Like there was never any ability to like spread out. Um, So didn't love that. I think it wasn't the worst thing in the entire world, but you know, didn't love it. Um, Yeah. yeah. And I will say that like, I know, look, all of the 5Ks and 10Ks,
0: a lot of people, it's the same complaint that everybody has, right? Is there's no proof of time. People can start in the front that may aren't quote unquote fast enough to start in the front. And so it's frustrating for those people who want to run super fast and all of that is true. And it's a safety issue and whatever. Part of the challenge becomes when people stop for photos because then everybody sort of winds up seating oddly anyway. But the Disney World start line is probably twice as wide Mm -hmm. as this start line. So imagine now you're in something that's half as narrow and it doesn't open up. And normally at the Disney World 5K, you know, you get at least a half a mile, three quarters of a mile before you hit a character stop. So people are just moving and sort of spreading out on the course. There is none of that. You start this 5K, you are in the park, you are in a very narrow space. And I want to say a quarter mile in, first character stop. Yes, Boom, right there. Yeah.
1: We kept going. Huge. Yeah, we did. We decided not usually, you know, 5Ks we'll stop for every single one. We'll stand in all those long lines. We were yep. like we're going to just no. keep moving. So, um, yeah, we kept moving. Um what I did The course itself, I don't really have any major complaints. Um no, you're, you're, on- you're in the
0: park the whole time.
1: You're in the park the, the whole, whole time. time. You you do get some behind the stage you know, a uh, sure. situation. Um, but I didn't have any major complaints about that. I did hear some people complained about um, it was too dark behind. I, and I can see that. I could see that, but I didn't have a problem with it. However, I might've just been in my little, love bubble of um, I'm running Disneyland again I don't care like you know situation that I wasn't being like real objective but I have heard that complaint is that that they did feel like it was just too dark behind off off stage. Um the char- My you- complaint yeah. is the characters. Okay. I was like what characters oh yes this characters yes. Uh, this one and I did. Yeah I will agree with you with this too. Yep. And so this is
0: um it's starting to become a pattern now and It seemed like nobody loves a theme more than me. And nobody will take a theme to like literally the end of where it should be more than me. I am so tired of these themed character races and being told the themes on the day you show up. Yes. Because, so the theme for the 5K, Pluto was the mascot for our 5K. And so the theme wound up being Disney dogs. Well, we've already had a Disney Dogs 5K. We did it here a couple of years ago. Also, mm-hmm. I don't really care for Disney Dogs. No offense. I'm a big dog lover in real life. Don't care. I also know, like, if you had done Disney Cats. All right. Yeah, there's some cool cats. But, like, I'm not a fan of, like, that one thing. Hey, hey. And I feel like it just takes away from, like, what I expected Which, of course, is my own problem because the expectation is something that I put on myself. But I expected more classics. Disneyland to me is classics. Mm -hmm. I, when we say rare characters, I flat out said, All I want, and obviously, this is always about me.
1: Obviously. I want.
0: Classic characters in new costumes. That's it. I just want Mickey in this costume and Minnie in that costume and Goofy. And the next day, I want you to do it again. New costumes. Next day, do it again. New costumes. Do, you know, villains or princesses or whatever, but like a mixture of all of that. And I felt like... (sighs) The 5K was the Disney dogs, and then the 10K wound up being Disney ducks. It and was. I was like, How many ducks are there? And I will tell you, I am tired of the McDucks, Scrooge McDuck and the Launchpad McQuack. And I'm just, I'm tired of them. We have had them for so long, and they used to be special. And I've gotten to the point where
1: they're no longer special. And I'm like, Come on, guys. <laughs> I still, I still like them because, um, I'm not millennial, so I don't, I'm not attached to them. So I like them, but I'm also not attached to them. So I don't stop for them. Correct. So I still don't think I have any on course duck, uh, the, the Scrooge McDucks. The, uh, I would have stopped, absolutely would have stopped for Huey, Dewey, and Louie, though. Correct. Same. Right. But like they weren't they out when we went by. They weren't out yeah. when we went by, but I absolutely would have stopped for that one. Um, and again, that's the 10K. So yes. So, but 5K in general we run through the parks. We ended at um, outside of the uh, Paradise Pier restaurant area. And again, like all of a sudden there was another balloon arch and we were done. Like it would kind of, it kind of took me by surprise. <laughs> it was weird. It was really weird. Right. And um, we were not prepared. I wasn't prepared for that. Um, the only reason I knew that it was the finish was because you ran ahead of me. Jane and I were wearing. I um, did. Yes. We were wearing Taylor Swift themed um, outfits, the 22, uh, if you guys are aware of the Eras um, tour and her video, but the Eras tour where she takes her 22 hat and she gives it to somebody. Oh, I do uh, that. <laughs> yeah. And, and she gives it to somebody during the course of the event. Well, when we rounded this corner that, again, I didn't even realize we were at the finish line, Jane, all of a sudden is skipping forward. And taking her hat and she's putting it on somebody who it took me a few seconds to connect that, oh, it was Chrissa, and I'm so sorry, Carissa and her, her announcing partner. Yes. I, I, I have to look it up because I have it. <laughs> I want to say Nate, but I don't even think that's it's correct. It's not. Okay. No. Um,
0: so Jane's, Jane's
1: putting the hat on him. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. And I was like, wait a minute, I have a hat. So I took my hat off and I put it on Carissa, which Carissa's a Swifty. So she loved that. And Correct. she actually had us take a selfie. We we did a selfie with her. Um and uh and she was wearing the hat. So yeah, it was it was really cute. But that was our but it was it was completely, I would not have even paid any attention except that you heard them say something about Swifties or say something about I don't know what they said, but you they saw in. our
0: shirts okay. and she loved that our shirts were both Run Disney and Taylor Swift themed. Yeah. So she made a comment and so yes, I ran forward to give um to give my hat
1: as yes. Taylor Swift does. Yes. 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 <laughs> look, if you don't like Taylor Swift, then we are not the uh, podcast for you. Anywho. (laughs) Um, uh, So, yeah, so that was I, I liked it. I didn't have my only massive, massive, massive complaint is, yes, the theming of all the characters wasn't a fan of all of that. But the rest of it, I was just I honestly was one of those people who I apologize if you felt like you were being told all the time to just be thankful to be there. Well, yeah. I was, and I was happily embracing that vibe. I was just Correct. so happy to be there that even the things I didn't love about it, I don't care. Let's do it again tomorrow. Yeah. Sign and and that's,
0: that's the thing care. is like, there's not everything that I love about Florida either. No.
1: Um,
0: and I choose not, I, I definitely run Florida a whole lot less, but I also live here. So like it it changes everything for you. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll admit that. Um But you know, nothing is ever perfect, but there are certain things that it's like, I am willing to take a less impressive race experience just to be able to do it there.
1: Yeah. That's the reality of it. I, I agree. I will I'll admit that as well. Yeah. That is not necessarily the answer for everybody. And so for no. all of those folks who are just like, oh, no, it wasn't worth it to me. Cool. Like we're cool. not we're not Disney saying...
0: World has all a all lot of the other races things that, that, that they really offer. So
1: it's perfect for you. Keep doing Disney World and, you know, bless you for that. And like zero, zero issues with that. Um, but for us, this was this was great.
0: Yeah, so I do want to mention that for the 5K, um, again, state-off property, we drove in for the 5k. And um, when you drive in for the 5K, because it started in the parks, they park you at Mickey and Friends. The parking, even though you are a runner, the parking is $35. It is standard park day parking fee. Um, you are permitted to leave and then bring your uh, your receipt back later so that if you wanted to run the race and then go to your car and leave and shower and then come back later, you can come back later and not pay that fee twice. Um, but just kind of a heads up there, you're parking at Mickey and Friends. I will say that, you know, almost nobody in the parking lot when we got there, very few people, I'm, I'm guessing all locals. And it was very easy. You know, we went right through security. They did have the trams running. So you're not walking from Mickey and friends, which kind of cut that off. Um, And then also when you leave, you know, it was very, very easy for us to get back to the car because we exited the park at the front and then we just hopped right on a tram and we were back at our car Mm -hmm. very easily. Now for the 10 K, Um, The 10K and a half did start at another location. So they start in what is known as the Pumbaa Cast parking lot, which is behind the Anaheim Hotel, the Grand Legacy. Um, It's behind these group of hotels off of Harbor Drive. So it's in between, I think it was Catella and Disney Way. Like Disney Way was the actual start line. Yes. Yes. so in that parking area, if you were driving in, we drove in actually both days for both the 10K and the half. 10K because we were going to breakfast and the half because, again, we had a cast member with us. We didn't have to pay to park and it was cold and we were like, we will park here and sit in our warm car. <laughs> um, that parking, they parked you at the Toy Story lot. So, um, the other great thing to know if you do have access to a car and will park is there is a bathroom in the Toy Story lot, a real bathroom. So it was cool that we were able to like arrive, sit, get situated, hit bathrooms before you head over to the Start line and Porto potties, because that the security getting in, again very different than Florida. Lots of lines, lots of waiting and lots of walking in a very small, like the fact that they're able to still find like a mile and a half worth of walking before a race in a race area that is like one city
1: block. I'm like, yeah. how? How do you do it, Disney? <laughs> that, that is something to like point out. So uh, Jane drove and parked and whatever. I came all the way from the Disneyland Hotel, walked through security right in front of the Disneyland Hotel to go through uh, downtown Disney, walked all the way through downtown Disney, um, exited that security on the other side, walked across the street and they had you go across, across Harbor and right around the corner was where they entered. They had the, 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 the lineup started. Um, it was like between the Tropicana and I can't remember what the other hotel was, but the Tropicana was one of the hotels where you walked in front of, um, and you walked back there to go through security again to get to the race situation. Now there's no other way you're going to have to do security it's, yeah, to it's get one to or the right other. one way or the yeah. other. And if you're coming from the Disneyland properties, you are either going to go through downtown Disney and go through security twice, the once to go through downtown Disney, and then again to get into your race corral area or, uh, Mary Beth who stayed at the paradise pier, she recommended you just walk down, um, Catella Catella yes to Disneyland way to over to the there was another entrance um on Clementine and so she that said, was the entrance that's the we entrance took. That she went in yeah
0: yeah that was the entrance we took that's the entrance that they took us from the Toy Story lot mm-hmm. so Toy Story lot would dump you out on Catella and then it basically was right next to kind of like where cheesecake factory was we know cuz we ate there one of the nights before the races um, there was that clementine entrance and you would come up there and there was probably you know 10 security entrances or whatever but i mean the lines were still long and yeah. they were still
1: you know still the old fashioned their hand going security. through security that you bring so keep that in mind if you are coming to any of these disneyland races they do not have the fancy schmancy Screeners, but they were still screening you as you walked through, they were going through your bags, they were doing all of that. Um, so if you're on property and you go through downtown Disney, you're going to go through security twice. Um, and then if you are off property, you should only have to go through it once. Um, as long as you're not trying to go through downtown Disney, you will only go through it once. The security, the first security that I went through was easy peasy, we just breezed right through. The second security line once I got over to the race, there was there was a lot more people getting into the crowds. Um, Jane was already in the crowds there, so I got in and I was able to wave to her from the back of the crowd. and I was like, I can run, you can't. So once this race starts, I'll just run to catch up to you and we'll we'll be together again very shortly. So that's what we did. That's how we started our race. Um, again, to some of the differences, um, the start of this 10k race, Again, a, a smaller footprint, smaller uh like stage area where the DJ was and everything. it was actually adorable, but it was very small. um the crowds were tiny. the crowds were just these little itty bitty things um I think they ran out of room I read of somebody who was in B corral for the half marathon. She said that. Um, they ran out of room, like they couldn't get into the crowd when it was getting started. So, um, that's a problem. They're going to have to adjust these things as these races go on, um, maybe reevaluate how the setup exactly looks. We'll, we'll have to see what they, how, how they respond or if they change anything. Um, there were no characters pre or post race at the Disneyland 10K or Disneyland Half Marathon. Um, yep, which we all agree, we have now become spoiled and we really like those. Um, but something to remember, and I don't know that we will get them.
0: Look at this cutesy little stage. Oh, it was like, adorable.
1: So tiny. It was <laughs> It was really cute. It was really cute. Um, the one thing to remember is, is I think that um, if Disneyland holds to this, This lore, this theory, this pixie dustness, um, that parking lot is off property. It is just in Anaheim. Anaheim does not have the magical ability to have the Disney characters come to life like being on property does. So we may not ever get characters in there. Now, that being said, there were characters at the finish line. Like as we went through, we saw Donald and Daisy. So they do exist at the finish, but they weren't there for us to take pictures with. So that's something that I hope that everybody that did those runner surveys um, or if you want to email Ren Disney and request it, I think there was space in the layout of the um, of the setup that they absolutely could have a couple of characters. they could have four characters. I think they have the space for it. but they chose not to. They did not. We wish Yeah, they could. I think
0: I think the challenge for certainly the 10k day was that the kids races were on the same day as the 10k. And so the kids races were already set up in that area for them to start. Now, once mm-hmm. the kids races are over, I think they could clear that space and oh, that for the for morning sure. of the half marathon. They could absolutely put the characters over
1: there. Well, they could have the put the characters boost. over there even with the even with the 10, even with the kids races set up, like it wasn't, um, closed off. Like I could walk in and take pictures and stuff. So it's not like they were telling me this is secure and you can't be over here. So, oh, I thought it was, it was gated off in mm-hmm. the morning. So maybe I, at the end of the day, it wasn't at, when well, I it was there. opening. Yeah. Cause it was opening, I guess. But anyway, yeah, I, that would be something that I think that they could work through if they wanted to, if they, if he wanted to, he would um so if they wanted to they would um it's definitely something that west Co- or east coast run disney people have come to love we expected it and then it wasn't there i had i didn't really expect it because i wasn't i didn't think that far forward but yeah it was never there before in the past so i mm-hmm. think that's also why i was like oh yeah well of course it's not here it wasn't yeah i mean, i didn't like, expect it, just, it either yeah it just wasn't a thing but Would it be nice to have a hundred percent? Would it increase like your value of the races? A hundred percent. So out where we started, no fireworks. We also didn't have a wave start. They just let all of Corral, A, go all of Corral, B, go all of Corral, C. So there was no mini waves. I think we prefer mini waves. What did you think?
0: I personally don't have a feeling one way or the other. Okay. Um, Having done it both ways. Most days, um, the start line there is a little, again, a little bit more narrow than Florida, but not quite as narrow as that 5K start, or at Mm -hmm. least it didn't feel that way. And it is opening onto road you know you are you are going out on disney way you are hanging a left down harbor yep. which is wide yes and then you are hanging a right on catella which is wide and so on on both of those courses they start exactly the same the 10k and the half started exactly the same and you were able to spread out it's true Pretty much in the first like after the first, I would say quarter mile, once you hit harbor, it was wide enough that everybody was able to do what they needed as a walker, I was way over to the right and I was fine over to the right and there was plenty of room on the left for runners to to run by. so I, agree with I, I you. would say that um, uh, the waves for are necessary that, as needed. Yeah, it feels crammed that first quarter mile. And so, like, I mean, I'm not supposed to run, but did I run that first? Yeah, I absolutely ran that first quarter mile. I'm fine. Um, Because, yeah, that part was definitely crammed and there were people running up the sides. And so for that, I would say maybe the wave starts would help and maybe it was worse further back. I'm not really sure. But, um, but certainly by the time you hit
1: Harbor, it was like wide open. Great. Have a great day. I agree. I agree. I, I didn't, I felt like that was, that was what I think I missed with the 5k. Like that's what I was kind of like, this is actually really nice when we get a little space so that the runners can like take off and go do their thing. The slower walkers or the slower runners can like whatever, um, so yeah, I agree with you there. Um, And and the other thing is because the first
0: mile, it is it is the first mile because you hit the first mile marker as you're turning into the back of DCA. Yeah, and because yeah. that first mile marker has road. no characters, no whatever, it is all make your own fun. Exactly. Um, it it opens up the course when it you did. have run 20 feet and hit a character,
1: it bottlenecks the entire course. It really doesn't, and, and it then it and it. When those people get out of the line, they try to join a whole bunch of other people. It's, it's a mess. Right. So yes, it is a mess. This, this giving a good mile without any characters or any reason for you to stop um, is is the smartest move that they can make. It just really yeah. opens things up. Um, I should
0: get to pass the 7-Eleven and I have a love affair with that 7-Eleven. It saved me in 2017. <laughs> I almost stopped to get hot chocolate on the half this year because- I don't know if anybody else is talking about it, but Anaheim was cold. This is cold, guys. This is
1: like my 5k. I was frozen. I it hand warmers. It took me all day to warm up from that 5K, and I'm not exaggerating. I mean, I run cold anyway, and I've been having like temperature regulation issues lately. I was a popsicle. It was awful. I it was I was had zero interest. I had a big puffy coat that I threw in last minute and I wore that sucker every single freaking day because I was cold, cold. So yes, yes. Um, so yeah, it was cold. With it was throwaways cold. that never yeah. got thrown. They never yet. got thrown away. <laughs> um, I will say, I will say, the ten k was the warmest day because I put on that coat and then I took it off and said, "I'm just gonna, I'll just suck it up, I'll just deal with it." I was fine on the ten k. Where the five k, I was frozen the entire race. The ten k, I felt good. I felt good. So I. Personally, it was fine as soon as we got
0: started moving. Yeah. But on the 10K, I never warmed up to a temperature to shed layers. Like I was like, no, oh, no, I'm no. Comfortable I and never shed.
1: Yeah. I kept everything the half,
0: on half. And on the half, I thought it would be the same as the 10K. And it actually wound up being a little bit warmer the mm. day of the half. So I needed to shed layers by mile three mm-hmm.
1: on the half. And That's another fun story. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll get that in just a minute. Um, First, let's finish talking about this uh, 10K course. And we're going to talk about that right after this break. So the 10K course, the first mile outside the park, which as we've discussed, we loved because it like spread people out. It spread us out. It made everybody happy. Like I, I, Can't see how you could hate this. Um, And then we got behind backstage of DCA and ran through DCA, exited DCA, went across the Esplanade, went down Main Street circled around did the, whatever uh we went through did we go through the castle did we go through the castle i don't even remember. we did, we um, did. you
0: go through the castle but you go through the castle from the front to the back so Got you go it. hub to fantasy
1: land whereas in the half you go fantasy land to the, hub. to the hub okay so we did that and then we ended up um exiting out the back um again getting some behind the stage and then you end up on the street or you finish okay So that's just to give you a quick visual. Um, If you're a Disneyland person, you know both of the parks are very close together, like this. And you have this like football field size esplanade in between that connects Mm -hmm. them. So we ran across that esplanade to get between the two parks. I have run every single, and I think you have to, no, you haven't, but I have run every single 10K race at Disneyland since the 10Ks started running. Um, and this is absolutely my favorite 10K layout that they have ever done. I have no notes. I loved it. So, oh, I take that back. I have one note. I loved it so much. I loved um, where we got to run. I love the things we got to see. Um, I agree with you though. I did not love the characters and I do feel like they could have put a couple of more characters like one or two more on this course. Um, so yeah, I I do, I hear people when they complain that there wasn't enough characters or they didn't think there were enough characters, wherever I agree with you, I would like to see one or two more. Um, again, I think this might just have been the first time that out the gate and they weren't sure how things were going to be set up. Um, I have also heard people complained that cast members in the park kind of like yelled at them if they pulled off to the side of the course to try to take a picture of something, they were kind of being told like, do not do that, or you don't step foot off the course or whatever. And I want to say to that, that I think this is just something that you have to recognize. These people have never run Disney before. They are probably not, there's probably not a single person left in uh, run Disney from 2017. So this is all new to them. They've probably not had any experience over um, on the Disney World side of things. So they have no concept that like, that's what we want to do is like, just step over and take a quick picture of this or that, or a quick selfie of this or that. I hope that will mellow over time and you won't feel like you're being yelled at. That's my, that's my hope is once they kind of get a feel for how these things run and how the vibe should be. That maybe people will chill out, but I did see that complaint a couple of times where people just felt like the cast members on the course were kind of like mean to them. And I was like, hmm, I didn't have that experience, but I've heard that. Uh, we actually had a really great cast member. I was sick. just
0: looking for her name. Yeah. And I, I don't have it in my
1: phone, but yeah. I was like, that's because we immediately gave her a cast compliment. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We pulled over on the side of the race and sent in a cast compliment because she was so great. We had this fantastic cast member who took this incredible picture of Jane and I um, in our costumes because they were very niche. And um, she understood the assignment 100,000%. Like she just took a great, great photo. She was literally in the middle of the race course down on the ground taking this picture for us. So we were the silhouette shop. (laughs) (laughs) We were.
0: And this is at the silhouette shop. But like. Look at those lights. She got like the beauty of Main Street. Yeah, she was
1: really just great. the best. She, ooh, she, she is was the best. she was fantastic. Um, yeah, so that just was like luck of the draw that we happened to have a really great um cast member work that out for us. Um the, the biggest complaint that I will give for this 10K that I they have to fix this. I don't care how they fix this, but that water stop immediately on Main Street was dumb and ruined the vibe. You want to come onto Main Street and like run down Main Street. And it was like exciting that it was there and whatever. And instead, like it was immediately like you came through that little, you know, hub thing and all of a sudden you were stopping for water. And then people were tossing their water all along Main Street. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. Didn't, not, not a fan of that at all. My other big issue with both the 10K and the 5K that I ran, not nearly enough photographers.
0: Not nearly as many qualified photographers. So not only do they not exist, but the ones we have, I have to imagine that they've never taken a photo of anything in their entire lives.
1: When I tell you- I wouldn't go that, that these, far, but I would say they don't definitely don't know op- action shots. They are not taking pictures of people moving ever. These photos were trash, absolute trash. Mm-hmm. Like
0: I go through my photos and like we downloaded, we always buy PhotoPass for like the week or whatever because mm-hmm. we just love to take photos and- All of my photos, and I, like, like if you can see here, this is, like, I just have endless, endless amounts of photos. None of these are photo pass. All of my favorite photos for the weekend are photos that we took ourselves or this one lovely cast member who happened to be on Main Street took of us. Or other people took photos of us, especially at character stops, Mm -hmm. because you may or may not have had a, a photo pass photographer but like none of my photos from the actual race are worth anything.
1: They're I, horrible. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Oh, um, with the
0: exception of my finish line photos. That's it. Finish line photos okay. Everything
1: else garbage. Yeah. I they, they were they were absolutely disappointing. Um I definitely horrible. feel like they were honestly, like only two, maybe three opportunities to get on course for the 5k or the 10k, like they're just, there weren't very many options. They didn't have them out, but then they had one over here and one over here. And those photographers were only to tip run along the sides. When you see the photos, otherwise, if you're in the middle, you didn't get pictures or you got cut off or you got, cause I had a friend that was running like down the middle. She didn't get like anything. All all we got was like portions of her because those photographers were not catching the middle runners. So they also
0: also took all of their photos vertical. Yeah. So every photo was a vertical shot. And like, (laughs) so for instance, there were Patty, myself, and then two other friends and we were coming up to a photo And we were like, great, they're going to get a photo. We all actually matched. So fabulous. In in Florida, it absolutely would have been like, Mm -hmm. snap, go and whatever. We have probably 10 photos of us coming because they took a lot. But one of them is just of one person with an arm. And the next one is the second person with half this person and an arm of that person. And then there's
1: like, and it's obvious we're a group. group. Yeah, it's obvious we're a group. And we were lined up to take the picture as a group and instead they like zeroed in on each of us instead of correct and 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 I was on the end which was closest to the middle of the so I didn't get a good pic they didn't even get a good picture of me which is fine but I'm just saying like like it was a group shot like we're not we're not novices when it comes to taking race photos like we know how to like stack ourselves and how to like do all this right it it, did not work out these race pictures were terrible
0: Well, and it's also that, like, even if you're not together as a group, if you're taking them wide, which my issue is, and listen, I am not a professional photographer, but I am very serious about my photos. (laughs) And they, everything was zoomed in. Mm -hmm. And so the biggest thing that I always, I always learned, my my parents were professional photographers. And so I always learned from them, shoot wide, you can always crop in, you can't crop out. So... They weren't shooting wide. They were shooting this, you know, Mm -hmm. tight. And so, like, photos we were getting was cutting off the beauty of running in Disneyland. Correct. I don't need a photo of my adorable costume and my face. I have a hundred of those. What I need is a photo of my adorable self with Main Street behind me. Thousand percent. Not Main Street off because they just wanted to be like, here you are. And that's why I was like, guys, you're missing the whole point.
1: Yeah. You're
0: yeah. missing the whole point with like, there's no photos of Main Street. I mean, don't get me started with the fact that I do not have castle photos. I know for a fact they took them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I He waved me. on. He was like, yes, click, 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 click. I was in a um, a pack at the half coming through the, the castle. And there was actually one runner trying to like barrel through. And I was like, dude, take the L. Like it is, it is a cluster coming through this castle. Like chill out. You're going to lose 11 seconds off your race time. Um, but no castle photos, none. I went to, I asked PhotoPass to find me, I gave them a time, whatever. And they said, we're sorry. Our equipment went down. So you don't get your castle photo. So, I mean, great for everybody else. Cause a lot of my friends have great castle mm-hmm. photos. Um, I do not. You and so like my, Half photos are literally one photo of me with a black background, which might be Main Street. It might be Galaxy's Edge. I don't know who should know hell, yeah. And then my finish line photos. And that's it. And the reason that I bring this up and I'm super passionate about it, and by passionate, I mean I'm really annoyed, is because the Halloween half is coming. They are including your race photos. And I think the reason they are including these photos is because it doesn't incentivize them to make them better. So Disney, if you are listening, do better.
1: Y'all need to do better. Yeah, like the photos are are a big deal. Like, and Jane Jane just gave you exactly why. Like, we want we want the experience in our photo, right? And so. I could be
0: running at any local 5k at five in the morning where it's just dark with nothing behind me.
1: Correct.
0: Like, and I could be wearing whatever costume because I will wear those crazy costumes. It doesn't matter where I'm going. But like, I want to know when you're in Florida, you want Spaceship Earth behind you Mm -hmm. so that people know that you ran through Epcot. You want that castle behind you so that people know, like, and it's literally black darkness with like a tree. I'm like, cool. I could be in Arizona and you'd have no idea.
1: Yeah. Wasn't a fan of that. Definitely not a fan of that. Um, But the course itself, I was a big fan of, I loved the course. Um, As I mentioned before, I actually ran this one. what basically happens when you're with Jane and she's on her, she's, she starts, she starts walking. Um, My little legs just can't keep up. Like, I don't know if it's, I just, I'm a slower walker. I can run. And I can actually do a pretty decent pace in running. So it's not that it's just that like we're out here having for the vibes. Like we're, we've always been like, we're more about the experience. And so we don't really rush through these races. We don't, we do, we're not running for time. We are not those people to do that. We are literally there like hang out at Disneyland land in the middle of the morning um, right. and take Good all our pictures in costumes and take all our pictures. Um, but Jane, To to her credit, like she had Dumbo Dare on the line. She wanted to finish and she wanted to finish so that she could get off of her feet as soon as she could. And so we had agreed that we weren't going to like stop and stand in any super long character lines. We were just going to keep moving. So when you tell Jane to keep moving, she plugs in and she keeps moving. Sorry. Again. She'll, I mean, I'm not saying like she's like crazy legs fast or anything, but I'm not. I just could not keep up. And so it got to a point where I was like struggling to keep the walks. And I was like, I can't walk with you anymore. I have to run. And she was just like, Who are you? What are you doing? Okay. And I was like, I'll wait for you up there. Like, I'm not, because I wasn't, again, not running to be fast, not running for time. Just literally, I couldn't hang where she was um, pace wise. So I had to run ahead. So I'd run ahead and then I'd stop. She'd come just walking right up to me. and I'd be like, okay. And then I'd run again and then, you know, stop and whatever. So I ended up running probably, probably about half of that race. Not even, not the full race by any means, but I, it was, took me about half the race to be like, I just can't, I can't stick with you guys. I just can't do it. So I had to like run ahead. Um, Plus of course I had to run ahead to find a bathroom because of course I did. Um, But um, we ended up doing like the, very much the, choose your own adventure, make your own fun race experience, which I think we had a blast. I We got a lot of cute pictures, uh, regardless of the photo pass fails. Um, so it turned no, out. And and that's the big thing is like when I go through my
0: pictures, for the most part, like the 10K, like I have so many pictures from yeah. the 10K. Yeah. And we only waited in I think one line for Abby, whatever her name is that I never need Abby to see again. <laughs> and sure um but we took a ton of photos on course mm-hmm. that are just take your you know make your own fun take your and i think that everyone relies on disney and the characters and obviously that's what we're paying for so like yes. please give us more of the thing that we're paying for but don't be afraid to make your own fun Absolutely. and like we stopped and took the photo in the teacups and stopped and took photos in front of the carousel and in front of the Dumbo ride and I was pulling these were the not s- official stops. Pulling the sword out of the pulling stone. the sword, yep, yeah,
1: M- make your own fun. Make your own fun. <laughs> That's absolutely that, it's it's absolutely an option and it is so great. Uh, yeah. Selfies everywhere. Um, yep. Throw them up. So yeah, no, it was good. Um, I also liked uh, when we were. Backstage, they did have like uh, some of the parade floats, which we believe in parade superiority at Disneyland. Yes. So that was fun to see some of the um, some of the some of our favorite parade floats, um, and none then, of which were paint the night. I'm just letting you know, I know. which we would really like that one to come back sooner rather than Correct. later. Um, Correct. And then, so the finish we. I will say that this was multiple levels for me. First of all, I did not want to run this 10K. I probably tried six different ways to get out of running this 10K. Um, Correct. I did not want to do it. Excuse me. Um, Jane said, shut up, it's 10K at Disneyland. What's not to love? So I was not wrong. (laughs) You were not wrong. As in most things, you tend to be right, um, and uh, I loved this race. It was absolutely my favorite 10K race that I have run. There's two two races that stand out for me from the 10K. One of them is here at Disneyland. There was another that was a Princess Half Marathon 10K that I again like wasn't didn't want to run at all. wasn't pl- just like tried to get out of it in every single way I could. Ended up running that entire one when I was not planning to run anything and loved it so much. That's what happened with this race too. So maybe my answer is I should, should just like run more. I don't know. Maybe. maybe I think maybe it's like you should it.
0: continue continue to hate running because then when you show up, then you're like, oh my God, I love it. Exactly. I think when you love running, then you're like, oh no, I have expectations that I love it and I don't. So. Maybe that's it.
1: Maybe that's it. So <laughs> uh, the magic at Disneyland like so, totally swept me up as we finished um, the race and we exited um, onto the street. We were actually, we exited out on the street at the spot that Jane's mom used to cheer for us. And I burst into tears. I literally had tears in my eyes and I was just so grateful that we had Disneyland races back. And it made me think of Jane and it made me think of her mom and it made me think of the Ren Disney community because, you know, if you ever saw the um, uh, random stranger sign, if you got to see it when Peggy Sue held it up. Like, you know, like this is all part of the community and it's all part of our lore as a group. And so I did. I had a moment there where I was just like, Jane, we did it. Oh my gosh. You know, and she was just like, of course we did. Shut up, girl. I still have half marathon to do. I have a half marathon tomorrow to do. And I was like, all right, all right, let's go finish. So we did, we yeah. finished um I finished the the thing, but it, it really was a big like boost to me and I felt good and I felt I felt super happy about being back and having that experience. So, uh, for me, it, this is one of my top three race experiences ever, um, absolutely enjoyed 90% of what I experienced and I am so excited to repeat the 10 K cause yes, I'm going to sign up for the 10 K, um, at the Halloween half marathon, uh, it'll be slightly warmer but that's okay. I can, I can handle warmth. I was just so cold. These races, I was just so cold, but I can't, it yeah, but can't wait for that one. Um, yeah. And then finished, found my friend Alicia, talked to her, walked back with her. I did what was probably the smartest thing that I've done in a really long time. Um, without really meaning to be smart. I was really just being lazy, but it was smart. When I left Alicia, she was staying on Harbor, so she went off to her hotel. I walked across the street and paused for a minute, and instead of going through security to walk back to uh, my Disneyland hotel, I went ahead and peeled off to the left and ordered myself an Uber. cost me $8, had a lovely conversation with my Uber driver. She drove me around. She talked about the races because she was like, "I'm actually here for the races. Like I normally don't start running. She was like, "I don't start driving till like noon or one o'clock." But I heard that you guys like all have these crazy costumes and like I wanted to see the vibe. And I, she was like, "This is so cool. This is so fun." So we like had this whole conversation about the races. She was down for it too. I was like, come back tomorrow early because the, the half marathon runners will be out and they are definitely going to be wanting Ubers. And she was just like, oh yeah, I'll be here. I'll be here. Um, but I took this Uber back. Now, what I, what I unintentionally ended up doing was I unintentionally saved myself what sounds like a nightmare for security. Yep. What runners who were staying on property were running into is you would walk Through downtown Disney security, at the same time as park goers who are trying to go into the park, on any given day that you're trying to go through security, say thirty minutes to an hour before the park opens, that security line can get backed up, big time, backed up, especially on the Harbor side. I heard, pictured if you will, you've got your metal. You've got your like three bottles of water. You've got your snack box. You've got your Mylar that you're trying to save for the next day because you know you're running the half marathon the next day and you're going to be freezing cold. You've got maybe your throwaways. Maybe you got a jacket. I don't know. But you got all your stuff, right? And you walk up and you have to stand in line for security. Then you have to set all the stuff down. They have to go through all this, like repeat for every single runner plus every single park goer. I'm still not mad that I, I'm not mad at all that I stayed at Disneyland hotel. I had a great stay and I had a great choice. It was a good choice for me, but I will say this for anybody. uh, One of two things need to happen. Either you need to just take the long way around, like we talked about, go down Catella instead, um, or, um, get an Uber and get a ride back so that you don't have to do this or, Be prepared to stand in line to up to 30 minutes. I've seen reports, depending on when you finished your race and when you were trying to get through, that that security line was a good 30 minutes line. And it was just a pain in in the ass because you had all the stuff that you had. And there's not like a bag to put all this stuff in to set the bag down and for them to go through it. So you had to put it's just a lot of stuff. Right. So um, that's one negative. Um, Somebody else said there should be a runners only security line. Yeah, I think that I think that's a great idea. I think it would be a great idea. It would be a good option to streamline, you know, what they're looking for and what's going through those lines.
0: Or even just hotel guests, right? Yeah. It should just be
1: hotel guests
0: yep. because, you know, at that hour, if you're coming back with hotel guests, it can just be like, go up here because they know what, what you're doing. You're trying to get to the hotel. Yeah. Yes, they still have to check you. It doesn't change the security. Yeah. But, it certainly would mean that like, hey, you guys come over here and we're kind of going to try to roll you through maybe a little bit faster because we're I think not so. going through your strollers and your yes, coolers and yes, everything for yes. the day. So. Yeah, I
1: think so. I think, I think that would be a big tip, a big uh, key to lower the frustration and also Disneyland to yeah. ensure that your hotels continue to be sold out for these race weekends, which is kind of your whole point. Otherwise I mean, they'll sell
0: out regardless. Let's people be honest. are
1: going to be looking for the cheaper option by a lot. Like I'm talking like you could have saved mm-hmm. 15 to $2,000 staying offsite, which was actually closer to easily. the race easily. So easily. yeah. I, and, and listen, there's tons of offsite options to do. I love the offsite options. I don't have any negative to that, but um, I also just kind of like being bougie in my old age as I've gotten older I really like staying on property. So yeah. I
0: listen, I love being bougie. Um, but we were not, you know, we were like, hey, we want to be bougie, but we also want to save money. And so that was how we wound up off property. And um, it really worked out because mm-hmm. like even for the cost of the car, the cars the cost of gas, the even if we had wound up paying for parking, um,
1: you still, saved. Still, tons. we
0: still would have saved money. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, you know, it's just some some trips will spend the money and some trips some trips we won't.
1: Yep, yep. So if you're um, if you're looking at this and you're trying to decide what you want to do for Halloween half or the Disneyland half next year, just be honest with yourself what you need in a hotel, and then consider these logistics as well. The negative with the Anaheim direct area, there's only probably two or three like nice ish hotels. The rest are fine. They're just more kind of motelli feeling than they are mm-hmm. hotel feeling. And depending on what you're used to, if you are a, a Disneyland deluxe hardcore person, I would just advise you to like consider something like the JW or the Westin if you're trying to save money or just stay on site because that's going to make you happier um, from a standpoint of your hotel, your, your lodgings. If you really are a more budget conscious or it doesn't matter. It's just a place to lay my head. I just need it to be clean. Plenty Plenty of of great options, great options, um, to fit all the budgets. So yeah. And I would also tell you book now, don't wait until you get your bibs because once those bibs go on sale, prices will skyrocket. So go ahead and like figure out what you think you might want I have a link. I always have a link. It's going to be in show notes of um, different locations for you to check out and to look at, to consider. Um, Just go ahead and do that sooner than later. Okay. We are going to talk about Jane's half marathon experience. Yep. This is now the longest podcast we've ever done. (laughs) We're going to give it one more break and then we're going to come back to talk about that. Okay. One. 44. Yeah. Rob just rocked in and like rolled his eyes at me and walked out. (laughs) He was like, he was like, why are you still talking about this? I know. I just heard him go get in the shower. So he's fine. Like, what do you care? You're fine. Um, I just want to write down the time. 140. My pens aren't working. 140. God damn it. Seriously. Okay. I texted you. Thank you because I'm like, what the fuck. Okay. Okay. So Jane, I did not do the half marathon um in the past what we loved about the half marathon, what I loved about the half marathon was um you'd party in the front and you'd have your business in the back, um, meaning that you go through the parks all up front. Uh you get whatever pictures, whatever selfies, whatever fun, fluffiness, like waste your time, whatever you need to do, all preloaded. We get that out of the way. And then once you get on the streets of Anaheim, you could like zero in, set your sights, and start running and do like the business portion of the event. Um, in the past, there was quite a few volunteer opportunities where, um, different groups would come out. Like there was, you know, cheer groups, there was bands, there was, um, car, uh, car, car groups. Um, there were cosplayers. There was all kinds of entertainment on the streets of Anaheim. I hear you did not get nearly the entertainment that we once did, uh, with this race. And I think part of that could have to do with, um, Back in like 2015 or 2016, it was somewhere around there, might have been right around 2016. uh, Disney was sued. There was this big lawsuit about volunteers who were getting paid in tickets to come into the park after they volunteered on these races. And now Disney has to pay them real cash money. They can't give them tickets to come into the races. So I'm wondering if that might have impacted how many community groups were willing to come out and how many community groups Disney was willing to pay (laughs) since they now actually have to cut them a check Um, versus before they were just like, see Steve afterwards and he'll give you your tickets to go into the park. Right. Well, that's no longer an option. Now Steve needs your social security number and you'll get a 1099 at the end of the year for the money we're about to, you know, send you, uh, to your direct deposit, so it's it's just things changed, and I think that that was a big negative for a lot of people who expected more out of a Disney race, like they felt it was just an Anaheim race. What are your thoughts on the half marathon experience?
0: Um, it wasn't very different than it used to be. I okay. think everybody's expectations have changed a lot since 2017. Okay. As a whole, the Run Disney community has changed it absolutely has yep. yep. having been a part of it for as long as we have um the expectations have certainly gone up mm-hmm. in the last few years and I think even for the people that have ran it before like listen was it exactly the same as it used to be no but and there were a couple of less things that we saw on course. Like I can think of bands, like there were some dancers we used to see that we didn't see um, the red hat ladies, but I didn't feel that this was very much different than the old races with okay. the exception of not going through angel stadium, right. which was always the highlight of the half course not only did we not go through angel stadium itself we did not run under like we used to run under or next to the angel stadium like sign sign yes um, which is fine because their photo pass is terrible so they never would have captured it properly anyway (laughs) in hindsight (laughs) why bother (laughs) good point good point good point um and so i would say for me, the great aggravation with the course was the parking lot miles around Angel Stadium, which um I did not I have not run the current Disney World Marathon course, mm-hmm. but everyone says. Uh, you know how much they hate blizzard beach and they say angel stadium said hold my beer. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So we definitely looped around between the Honda center. We looped around and then coming through angel stadium, we looped around several times there and, and you just kept going back and forth and seeing people and, it was like, when am I ever going to get out of this parking lot? Okay. Um, so I would say that that was the most frustrating part. And because it comes so far at the end of the race, you're, you're at that point where you're like, I'm just I'm just done. Like, can I can I just be done? So um, but from an entertainment standpoint, I think it was very similar. Okay. To what we used to have, I think I think there's a little bit of us that remembers it much more fondly, just because of the way that things were, of right? Course. And that it's just we had the rose tinted glasses over our old experience, but I don't actually think it was incredibly different than our old experience. I think maybe one or two bands or groups more on course, but otherwise we had the collectible cars. There was um, way more around the Honda Honda Center yeah. than we ever had. There were, um, you know, people on course. We did get, like, a couple of cosplayers came out. Obviously, they came out on their own. It was not a group, but Mm -hmm. they came out on their own to cheer. But I never really felt felt that the streets themselves were missing anything that we used to have. Like, I I just know, I kind of knew what to expect. And you and I had talked about it. We kind of knew this could impact the volunteers and whatever. So I think I went in with this expectation that, it was going to be what it's going to be. Um, so yeah, for me, I thought, yeah, this is kind of how it is. And like, I was explaining to a friend ahead of time because she was like, um, she t- was talks about the marathon course a lot. And like, she had talked about like how horrible Western way is. And I was like, <laughs> wait till you get to Anaheim.
1: <laughs> you well, think Western way is bad. <laughs> here, and, and here's the thing is everybody wants to say, well, Disney world would never. And I'm like, Y'all. They do. They, they do. do you just, you yeah. just don't realize it because you're not seeing like the regular streetmosphere of the city of Anaheim. Correct. Because you're in the Disney bumble over on Disney World. But like mile per mile, you, I still say that you get more. You do. Uh, park time mm-hmm. from a Disneyland race, even the half marathon, than you do for the half marathon at Disney World. Mile per mile,
0: no, you definitely do. Um, It's just that it's all up front, yeah. So and having run Disney World, the thing that I do love when I do run Disney World and I care, which is almost never, but I'm sure someday that'll come back, (laughs) um, is that it chunks it down for you into smaller bites, right? So you're exactly. like, okay, if I run from here to here, it's only three miles, oh, you know, it's four miles, I hit TTC, right? So there's always like something to be like, okay, and then once I get through TTC, then I hit Magic Kingdom and I'm at mile five or six. Or right. whatever. I'm not really sure if the new course half because I only ran half of it this time. So, <laughs> But like you have that where you're you like, do. okay, and then I go from here to here. And so that breaks up your course. And I think that is the hardest part about Anaheim is you get all of your part-time upfront. And then the back half or the back, you know, whatever, miles five to 13, you're just on road. Um, So there are no characters. There are no photo paths. And there there are are no
1: characters out there. That is something to really like point out is, again, because it's like the city of Anaheim. It's not Disney. And so Disneyland is not going to put characters out there. Well, you know, yeah, that's just that's just the way it is. Um, I will Mm. also point out that. This could be different. I'm not saying it will be, but it could be different. Um, Anaheim Stadium could be an opportunity to run through for the Halloween half, where you just got the parking lot for this one. I understood that people were saying um, that Ren Disney was trying to get us to be able to run through the Anaheim stadium, but there was like a monster truck rally or something going on. There was an event at two o'clock that same day. And so you couldn't clear it. They just couldn't clear it, which made sense. Right. Um, The other thing to know about or to recognize is that um, in the past, when we ran those half marathons, the Disneyland half marathon weekend was in September. Mm -hmm. And we always ran through Anaheim stadium. The race that was held in January, which was Tinkerbell for a while, and then it turned into Star Wars, never ran through the stadium. They actually routed mm-hmm. it a different route altogether. So you never even yeah. by the stadium. So um, th- that, you know, it's just something to kind of keep keep in mind is that, again, um, in the past, Ren Disney did have completely different half marathons. So we may or may not go through the stadium. We may or may not go by the stadium. They could use a different route, um, that doesn't include that part. Um, I ran multiple variations of the half marathon back in the day. I liked them all. I did like going through the stadium. I thought it was cool, but I also did not mind the non-stadium courses. Um, those were the ones that they did tend to like make more of a point to have like cosplayers out and to have kind of a little bit more going on Um to, I think, make up for the fact that we didn't have a stadium run. Um But going through the stadium was cool. It's an experience. It's something you don't get. It's kind of like riding Everest on the marathon. Like you don't get to run through a baseball stadium in the middle of a half marathon ever, right? So, you know, I hope that Anaheim, uh, th- that that is an option for the for the Halloween half, because that'd be very very cool if you guys could got to do it um weather wise it was good weather again, solid running weather, like once you were out there moving and whatnot it was, yeah, I mean, it was definitely colds in the morning, um
0: you know, I went out with multiple layers, and I layered my layers under my costume shirt because I was Thinking about the 10K the day before and it was super cold and I never shed layers and I was like, okay, it's going to be the same way. And because I was walking and not running, Mm -hmm. I was not heating up as quickly as I would if I was running. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll do this, whatever. And then around mile three... I had to strip off, um, so I apologize to anybody who ran by me while I went off to the side in Tomorrowland and literally pulled my <laughs> clothes off um, to get the bottom layer off, but I was absolutely sweating at that point, point. and um, yeah, so it was, it was cold. Like, it was definitely chilly. I kept a long sleeve um, with my short sleeve over it, but I ditched, I had like a sweatshirt that was underneath it. Um, and so I ditched that around mile three and then the rest of the way I was, I was pretty comfortable. So weather wise, it was good. Um, we need to talk about the water stops again. I mean, I've already given you my rants about photo pass and how terrible they are and how they didn't get my castle photo and all that good stuff. So we're good there. Um, but the water stops, when you came in, there was a mile, it wasn't mile one, but it was somewhere in the one and a half ish Mm -hmm. range. And it was the very first water stop it was behind um it was backstage behind carsland and the water stop was an absolute cluster it was just like too tight too narrow um i personally was like okay this is a cluster stay in the middle go right through i don't need anything just keep going keep going and it was not great um mile 3 was even worse. Um mile 3 you came to an absolute standstill for again what feels like 10 years but was ultimately less than 1 minute. For me, I heard further back that it was closer to 3 to 5 minutes for I some was, people. I was
1: hearing 3 to 5 minutes. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Yep.
0: Yeah, so um, the reason that I know was because when we first got to it, I took a photo because I I tend to do this when things happen to be like, okay, click so that I remember that it happened because Mm -hmm. two and a half hours, three hours later, I'm like, what, what? Oh, I forgot that that existed. Um, And so I took a photo and then I took video of us getting through it. I actually thought when we hit, it was the mile three mile marker and a water stop, I thought. There was, like, a train going by or something, and that was why we couldn't go. Like, that's how bad it was. Like, I was like, are they moving the train? I also want you to know there was no train there. There's no train. There's no track. What was I thinking?
1: I don't know. It was, ne- <laughs> you know,
0: it was next to Soren. Like, as you're coming out, um, like, you would go – Backstage from DCA to come out into the Esplanade to cross into Disneyland, but somehow in my head there was a train There's track a train there. there. Sure, sure, no, no train track, no train track. Yeah. Um, but we were like dead stopped, and then we started like inching through there. But that was really bad. Um, so I hope that they learn about water stop placement. Um. And also about like the width of things. So like, if you're going to do a water stop, you kind of need it to be in a spot that is a little bit wider because people do slow down on both sides of the course and you need to make room for people to keep moving. But, um, so that was like pretty bad on that course. Otherwise it was a great course. Um, I, you know, it reminded me of exactly the old courses. It actually, I think both, Probably the five, the ten, and the half. It was the first time I'd ever run through Galaxy's Edge because I've never oh, yeah. done any of the courses here that went yeah. through Galaxy's yeah. Edge. So right. um, so that was super fun for me. Like I was like, oh my god, we're totally doing this. Um, but I do also want to mention, as I do say, we all run with rose-tinted glasses for the Disneyland races of yesteryear. Mm-hmm. Y'all, these water stops have been clusters before. They we have. have had this multiple race weekends. So
1: some of it might just be the nature of the beast. It could be. Um, Also, like, uh, because you mentioned Galaxy's Edge, it, it it triggered probably my biggest disappointment and my biggest, like, WTF Disneyland. You have two brand new lands, Galaxy's Edge and Avengers Campus. That none of us have ever Correct. run through before. You routed Correct. us through there all three races. There was not Zero. a single Zero. character, not one, for Avengers Campus, and it wasn't until the half marathon that they finally threw up um, some characters from Star Wars for Galaxy's Edge. That um, there was um, Chewbacca and uh, Ray. Yes, 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 were, yes, were, yes, were yes, in yes. there. So. That's that's all we're asking. I'm not telling you like that you need to make a character stop through those places, even though we would love that as an opportunity. To get a picture yeah. with the Mandalorian like to get a picture with the Mandalorian and Baby Grogu, that would be amazing. But if you can't do that, at least have the characters out. Whatever, right? Like something, because we have these two new lands and you guys totally blew it by not having anything out there. I could not Correct. believe when we went through Gala or Avengers campus. Correct. We did get this. We got, we got the music. That was great, but there was no, so it was bad show is I guess what I want to say. Cause you could have those characters up on the, the thing, like walking and waving and talking to us as we ran by. We don't want that either. We want to take pictures with them, but you could, if that's what you needed to do, y'all needed to do that. You needed to have some characters from Avengers and from galaxy's edge out there, and you did not, so that was a big miss in my opinion
0: yeah, i I tend to agree. Um, I will also say that they did a lot of the characters up. Versus mm-hmm. character meet mm-hmm. fo- like photo apps. I don't like that. I don't either. I d- I'd like, and as somebody who on the half, I was stopping for nothing. Yeah, like I wouldn't even stop. My friends would be like, "Oh, let's stop and take a selfie." And I was like, "Absolutely not. I need to finish this half. I am walking. I am in that. I gotta go, 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 go." Like Patty said. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we took selfies, it was literally like you got to keep moving with me in order to grab the selfie because I am not stopping. And even with that, I was like, "Wow." these characters they're way high they're super far away like i it was just it was just not the same yeah, like, it I was agree. like it was like Clarabelle was up somewhere she and yeah. um and ray and chewbacca was up somewhere and like it was just a lot of like not accessible
1: agreed i i, I do think that again for the um amount that we're jack and talking, sally that yeah. was the other one which oh, i yeah. think was the 10k yeah yeah for the amount yeah. of money that we're paying, yeah. you guys need to figure out the character meet and greet situation because especially high, Correct. those Halloween half marathon prices are even more, um, which again, I'm going to pay it. That's not me complaining about the paying, but I do think that the value needs to be there. And A, Correct. fix your pictures, fix your photographers. I want more options for photos, but I also want better, like, Train them, get somebody from PhotoPass, Disney World to do some Zooms and to have some conversations, bring them out to show them what to do. I don't care what y'all do, but you got until uh, September to fix that. Um, But then, yeah, I think your character situation could absolutely be improved in a lot of ways. Um, Just like, don't be a coward. Just you're going to have lines and you're going to manage the lines and it's going to work out and it's going to be fine. Correct. It's we did this before. We're going to do it again. We do this four times a year at Disney World. We can do it at Disneyland. We know how to act. We know how to act. Like, come on, guys. Let's do this. Let's do this. Like, well, and I I look at. Let's do this. I
0: look at like my old race photos and I went through them to be like, hey, like what photos are there? Like what photos were on course that I was able to take? And I was like, oh, my God. Like there were just so many. And like not all of them were some. Amazing out of you know, whatever character. It was just like, but they made stops and they and I remember waiting in line for them. And sometimes, like, I'll never forget, like, they had Raw's on course for uh the Monsters <laughs> Inc. 10K that good. one year. Yeah, yeah. And I did not stop because the line was so long and I really wish that I had stopped because it was such a good stop. Yeah. But like that's the kind of thing that it's like, listen, if if we want to wait in line and spend our time waiting in line for that, cool. But like there weren't even really options. Like it was just, yeah. it was just so limited. And then, especially with it being the half, I felt like not to discount other races. Cause nothing annoys me more. Listen, I am a two-time dopey. So like I get the whole dopey is a very big deal, but nothing annoys me more marathon weekend than everybody feeling less than dopey. Like mm-hmm. it's like, if you don't run dopey, then you didn't run, which I think is garbage. Um, but the longer the race, the more you should, like, the better your your option should be or the I better don't your disagree. experience should yeah, be. I don't disagree. And that sort of was incredibly disappointing. And I think once you take that and then you couple it on with, well, then the last eight miles of this race is just roads of Anaheim. Parking
1: lots. Yeah, <laughs> right? it is. It's yeah.
0: parking lots. Then it does really become like, like the fun that you had two hours ago suddenly disappears by the time you get to the end of it. And yep. you know, I say that when I tell you that I finished this race, I was so happy. I love it so much. I will sign up every stupid year. I will continue to give them all that money.
1: But like there's opportunities for you to pick it up. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And and there's there's us, right? There is this subgroup of us who will come back year after year, regardless, right? But there's more that they need to fill those spots and to fill those slots and to continue to have these races that you do need to listen to and that you do need to make some changes. So my hope is that again, anybody that like walked away from that race weekend and said they did not enjoy it, like I understand. I understand where you're coming from. I don't I'm not gonna try to tell you that you're you're wrong and this is it's the most magical thing in the entire world. Um, I absolutely think there were some, some complaints that you could make or that we could complain. We just did, right. Like we said, the things that we didn't like, but I also know that there's still a subset of us who we're going to come back regardless. It's the same thing at Walt Disney world. There's lots of stuff at Disney world. I don't like at all anymore, but I come back all the time. I'm going to keep coming back all the time. It's just who I am. It's who we are. There's fewer of us (laughs) and there are they need more of you of the normal people Correct. who just want to come out and do the one race one time and want to have a great time so please like make sure that you email that you um, let your displeasure know in very specific terms like what you are looking for or what you think that they could do to improve um because we have seen it they do listen to feedback they do make changes and improvements where they can when they can um i mean My Pollyanna self of me is like, maybe that's why the prices went up is because they're going to add, you know, more photo pass or they're going to add more characters. I doubt it. But I'm just saying, like, I had that moment of thought of like, hey, maybe they're just realizing, like, they need to add more. And so, so they got it. We got they got to charge us more. But we'll it see. could be. It I mean, it be. very well could be, right? I, like, it, it, it. I don't could know the be that, like, in a like, budget. Yeah, ramifications. Yeah, they're like, like, okay, what?
0: we need to give more. Well, well, we can't just give more and then make less. So you, we have to charge a little bit more. And you also got to realize,
1: like, cost of running a business in California, very different than the cost of running the business in Florida. In Florida, right. they were able, Walt. The lore goes all the way back to Walt being smart about how he bought that land and how he structured uh, working with the government there and all of that good stuff. How did he do that? Because he learned from his mistakes in Anaheim. So Anaheim is definitely run in a different situation. The Anaheim resort, everything is going to be run very differently than what you're going to get at Florida. So yes, it could have been something that they were like, to make our profit margins good. We couldn't give you as many things. So maybe they increase costs so, or they increase the prices to us so that they can. I Again, I don't know if that's how that works. I'm not going to pretend that it's for sure, but could be. We'll see. Um, okay, that's it. We are going to wrap this up. This is the longest, like, I think that we have ever done for a podcast. I am not surprised at all that it was run Disney, Disneyland. I know. All.
0: We're going to have to put timestamps in
1: on everything so that people can fast forward. <laughs> okay, that was like assume that I know how to do that like you you got to remember who's the editor oh, here just in the in
0: the show notes you'll be like at this time at this time you know at whatever one hour is when we start talking about the half because there's going to be people that are going to be like I don't want to sit through three hours of them talking
1: I'll get right on oh that my risk. gosh oh
0: my gosh I'm sorry listen listeners I tried <laughs> I'll do what I can. I'll do it I can. Um, all right. If you uh, want to tell us <laughs> your tell us your feelings about um, the Disneyland half. Do you want to run again? Do you not want to run again? What do you think they could improve? What did we miss? I'm sure there was things that we missed. Um Let us know. Email us, noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com or join us in our Facebook group, which is No Guilt Disney and join us every (laughs) month-ish
1: on this podcast because, as Patty likes to say, it is no fun to fangirl the return of Wren Disney at Disneyland alone. Bye! See you guys in September. (laughs) Bye, Bye, y'all.